0: Four lines for twenty five dollars per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fees, twenty four monthly bill credits for walk well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement. Due thirty five dollars per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com.
1: Local people, local stories. This is the all local from Ten Ten Wins. I'm
0: Lee Harris, and here are today's top local stories. Some migrants who were being put up at a hotel on West 57th Street were supposed to be relocated to Brooklyn, but apparently some of them did not want to go, as Samantha Liebman reports live from Hell's Kitchen this morning. Sam? And Lee, right now about two dozen sleeping in tents along the sidewalk in front of the Watson Hotel. This after buses came on Sunday to take the single men who were staying here to the newly opened Brooklyn Cruise Terminal to make way at this hotel for migrant families. The first group of migrants that arrived at the Red Hook Terminal immediately turned around. Some of them took the train back, some of them walked back. And told everyone else don't get on these buses. It's it's a detention camp, it's a refugee camp. It's there's four bathrooms for a thousand people. Sergio Tupac usarine is a spokesperson for NYC Ice Watch, one of the many groups helping the migrants here. He says the mayor and governor have other options to house the men. We're on Billionaire's Row, 57th Street. The, these super towers are 40% vacancy rate with their enormous apartments. They can house a good chunk of the migrants. The Watson Hotel not letting the men back in. We reached out to City Hall for comment, but they have yet to get back to us. Samantha Liepman, 1010 Winds on 92.3 FM, live in Hell's Kitchen. Cops in New Jersey are looking for the person who threw a Molotov cocktail at a synagogue in Bloomfield.
1: It was caught on surveillance video. Dov Ben Shimon of the Jewish Federation of Greater Metro West, New Jersey, explains what happened.
0: We were alerted to the news that an unnamed, an unknown as yet individual wearing a ski mask was responsible for throwing an incendiary device
1: at a synagogue. That synagogue is Temple Nerd to meet on Broad Street. There was no damage, no injuries either. Bloomfield Mayor Michael Venezia speaking for many. It's a complete shock. Um... We're devastated about what happened. He's promising a strong police presence at all houses of worship. Roger Stern, 1010 wins on 92.3 FM.
0: The anti defamation League will be releasing a report today on the state of anti-Semitism. Scott Richman is director of the ADL in New York and New Jersey.
1: The results, unfortunately, show a marked
0: deterioration in the way that Americans view Jews. And he says it's not surprising to him because he sees anti-Semitic incidents every day. It'll be the Eagles and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. This was duly noted at the Empire State Building, and Giants fans were not amused, as Glenn Shuck reports from the Empire State Building this morning. Glenn?
1: Well, there it was about 6.15 last night. The Empire State Building, this beautiful, iconic New York symbol in green and white. So what's this all about? Well, if you head to Twitter, you found out the caption from the Empire State Building, Fly Eagles Fly. We're going green and white to celebrate the Eagles AFC Championship. Well, you can imagine what happened next. 29 million views, 15,000 comments on Twitter alone. Many I can't repeat on the radio. One guy told me it was like hanging a Daniel Jones or Eli Manning jersey on the Rocky statue in Philadelphia. So what was the Giants' response? Quote, I'm just here for the comments. That was their tweet. But for fans of Big Blue, this could sting for a while. Glenshock 1010 wins at 92.3 FM here in Midtown.
0: And while 1010 wins at 92.3 FM does transmit our signal from high atop the Empire State Building, uh, we are not consulted on the color choices for lighting up the top of the building. There are a number of ways to kill rats, but they're trying something different in Battery Park City. They're putting the rats on ice, dry ice. The dry ice is dumped down rat holes, and when it melts, it gives off carbon dioxide, which is supposed to suffocate the rats. Dry ice is considered a safe option, I mean, not for the rats, but uh, for everybody else, because it doesn't harm other wildlife or pets and doesn't leave any poisonous residue behind. And what happens to the dead rats? Well, they're just left in their holes to decompose. If you were riding city buses just to get the free Wi-Fi, bad news, the MTA has ended that service because of low usage. It was available on 75% of buses, but on any given day, only about 2% of riders used it. Getting rid of Wi-Fi will save the MTA about $3 million a year. A fatal fire in the Soundview section of the Bronx may not have started by accident.
1: Firefighters arrived to find extensive flames on the first and second floors. This man escaped, telling ABC7 Eyewitness News. A lot of smoke coming, man. I, like. I just panicked
0: because I left everything inside. How to come out running.
1: The fire began before 2 p.m. in a house on Evergreen Avenue in the Soundview section. Deputy Fire Chief Don Levy says there were three people hurt, two at minor injuries, one died. Uh, two of them made it out on their own, and the other one was found on the second floor in the main fire area. The whole second floor was the main fire area. The fire is considered suspicious. It had no obvious cause. Roger Stern, 1010 wins on 923 FM.
0: Police don't know who dumped off 17 year old Dominic Allen at Harlem Hospital yesterday afternoon, but they do know it was too late. He died of a gunshot wound to the chest a short time later. Investigators determined he'd been shot at the East River houses on East 105th Street, but they don't know who shot him or why. The woman killed in what police say was a drunk driving crash on Staten Island over the weekend, was pregnant, expecting a little girl. The father was the driver of the car, and now Adam Nikasik is charged with manslaughter in the death of Adriana Simultaj. Police say Nikasik, 30 years old, was drunk when he slammed his Dodge into a barrier wall in a utility pole on Highland Boulevard, ripping the car into three pieces. Adriana Simultaj was thrown from the car and died at the scene. She was 23.